0: Listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio AM820 brings you Raising Saints, an AM820 production designed for parents who desire to raise the saints in their life. And now, Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt.
1: Hello and welcome to Raising Saints, the show for Catholic parents. I'm your host, Katie Wyatt, and you're listening to AM820 St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. Here on Raising Saints, we talk to teenagers about the topics that matter most, and then we invite you, parents, to listen in on our conversations, and we hope and pray that in joining us, you'll gain the insight and the wisdom, maybe even the courage you need to have these conversations with your own Catholic teenagers. And today's topic is about being bold in our faith. It's something that's difficult enough for adults to do, and maybe even more difficult for youth to be bold in the faith. So I want to talk with three very bold teenagers. We're going to get their secrets, find out how they do it, how they are so comfortable with being bold in their faith. So we have with us three students all from Church of the Resurrection. So we have Nathan. Hey, Nathan. Hey, guys. Welcome. And we have Alyssa. Hey. Hey, Alyssa, you've been here before. Uh, You're a veteran. Okay. And then we have Grace. Hello, Grace. (laughs) Hi. So thank you all for being here. Thank you. It's It's Uh, It's a testimony to how bold you are just in the fact that you're here, right? And um, willing to profess your faith to our millions and millions of listeners, right? So um, what do you think of when you hear the expression being bold in your faith? What images or ideas or thoughts come to your mind?
2: The first thing I think of is just being comfortable and knowing that Jesus is always with you.
1: Okay. Okay. So you see it as more like an internal, like a, an internal boldness?
2: Yeah. Kind, kind of, of, of a sure
1: sureness of faith?
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, more like that.
3: Yeah, and for me, it's not so much like going around and like um, talking about my faith, but you know, subtle things. Like I wear my, um, my confirmation saint, I have a necklace, and then if someone asks me, I'm not afraid to tell them that I'm Catholic.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah, what? no, I am exactly the same way as Grace. Like, I am fully catholic i'm not afraid to tell people that and i'm not afraid to correct people when they are misguided
1: okay so you guys aren't like out on the street corner passing out the literature kind of bold but just very confident in your faith very comfortable in your faith would you be on the street corner passing out literature if there if, if, you, if you were compelled to do so
3: yeah i yeah. think definitely there are certain issues that i feel comped-
1: compelled to do that okay Um, okay. So let me, so here's the scenario. And I know that you all have been in this scenario before, right? So you're, you're, you're a youth group and you're surrounded by kids who believe what you believe, or you're at a retreat or you're, you know, somewhere where it's, it's a safe place to be really bold in your faith, right? Kids who believe what you believe and think what you think and have the same kind of moral code and the same guide, the same compass. um, does this kind of situation free you to be bolder in your faith than you might be in other situations? I would say, yeah, yeah. So, like in in any concrete ways you can think of, grace, like, like for example, if it's time to sing, you're more willing to like open your hands and sing or yeah, sing definitely. louder or yeah,
0: yeah. Or- I definitely think it's easier to. I mean, be bold in your face when you're around people who believe the same thing as you. Um, And it definitely makes it harder when you get into situations like at school or other programs where people don't have the same beliefs as you are to stand out for what you believe
1: in. Okay. And that was kind of the next scenario I was going to give is exactly that. So there's a boldness in your faith when everyone around you is also professing the same faith. It right, frees you up to pray aloud or to make statements that maybe you otherwise wouldn't make. Or like we said, raise your, open your hands and sing louder. But then there's that situation, Alyssa, like you were just talking about, where maybe you're in a minority in terms of what you believe or what you profess. Or maybe you're not allowed to profess your faith, you know, because you're in a public school. or uh, uh, So... I don't know. Just compare the two situations. Which, which, is there a difference for you guys between those two situations?
2: Yeah, there's definitely a difference. I would say in the first one, like if you're with other people that are Catholic, it's just a whole lot more joyful because everything that you care about, everything that you believe in is the same thing for them. So it's just, I don't know, a lot, a lot um, of a happier place.
1: Okay. Is it, is the joy diminished in the other situation?
2: Um I'd say yeah it would be but not yeah yeah I definitely would be. I'd say more because you want the other person to same to have um to have the same joy and love that you have in you but they don't. So And that's kinda, that's
1: just makes your heart kind of heavy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for me it does. Yeah. What about you Grace or Alyssa any comparison between the two scenarios?
3: Yeah, I really like what Nathan said. Um I'm generally usually like a really positive person and You know, when people are not happy or they're having a bad day, I try and do what they can to cheer them up. Now, sometimes that involves talking about their faith or my faith, and
1: sometimes it doesn't. Mm -hmm. But
3: as long as it helps them have a better day, then
1: you're willing to do it. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And um,
0: for me, I'm actually a really shy person, like deep down.
1: Which is hilarious to (laughs) the rest of us.
0: Yeah. If you know me, like (laughs) you would never think that, but really I'm quite conservative not conservative, but like just reserved. Inward. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, And so being around people that support what I believe have the same visions and ideas, like it definitely makes it easier to open up and to express what I'm feeling um, when you're in that kind of situation versus when you're in a situation where people are hating on you because of the things that you believe. It definitely makes you feel like, insecure and like your decisions are wrong regardless of what you believe. in.
1: Okay. So let's, let's paint some specific scenarios just in case there's anyone listening who's like, feeling that we're speaking vaguely. Right. So tell me about a time when you were able to be bold in your faith, like freely without any fear or hesitation. Was there a, was there something specific that comes to mind when I talk about that?
3: I remember one time I was in middle school and I, I think we were talking about abortion and then
1: there was Was this at school or at church is or? at school. Okay.
3: And there was one person who was like, I can't believe you believe that. Um, you know, that's, that's not right. And I turned around and I said, I'm Catholic. That's what I believe in. And if you have a problem with it, then.
1: Wow. So that was a situation like I was <laughs> yeah. thinking more like retreats or yeah. like that kind of safe environment. But that was a situation when you were just empowered. Yeah. And, that's really cool. <laughs> what, what about Nathan or Alyssa, any situations where you felt e- either that same thing, like Grace was talking about, where it was a situation where you, you had to be empowered by the Holy Spirit to really feel that bold, or a situation that was just one of those totally safe environments, like everyone around you was feeling the love.
2: Yeah, I have one. It was um a couple of days ago, and I wasn't really sure, like, going into what it was going to be like. But I ended up biking home with a friend and I was telling him where I go after school because I volunteer at a place after school. And so um, we were talking about it and I said that it was just a really good place because I like to serve God and that's where I can do that. <laughs> and so I don't really know if he was Christian at the time, but ended up he was Christian and his dad was actually a Protestant minister. So it just like sparked a whole conversation about that on the way home.
1: It was probably a huge relief for him too, to yeah, know yeah. that he could talk to you about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was really cool. I've I've been in that situation before where you're kind of tiptoeing around your faith because that's sort of what we've been taught to do in our culture. And if you crack that door open a little bit, the Christians will pour through. <laughs> like, let's talk about Jesus. You know, it's so liberating. Yeah. What about you, Alyssa? Any situations um, like that?
0: Well, I mean, I have had situations like Nathan and like Grace, um, Uh, Because I surround myself with just, like, happy people, Uh, they're mostly Catholic um, or Christian. So, I mean, we do talk about my faith um, and our faith. But I have had situations like Grace where um, last year in my English class, it it was a very debating class. So everything we talked about, like, you had to have an argument with. And one of them we were doing was euthanasia. And there was a girl in my class whose grandmother decided to do Death with Dignity. And she was so adamant about this, like, this is the right choice. It should be your decision. And I had to stand there and be like, that might be what you believe in, but that's not what I believe in. And I can't stand here and support you on your decision.
1: That must have been a really difficult situation because when someone is personalizing an issue like that so much, like that was her grandmother she was talking to, sometimes that makes it even harder for us because then we look really like the bad guys if we're speaking the truth in love because they feel personally that we're attacking their experience. Yeah. Yeah. How did she respond to that?
0: I mean, she would keep coming back with like, she's suffering and like, yeah. it's her life. It's like, she owns it. And I just had to stand there and say like, but that's not, it's not your decision. Right. And I had like, I would listen and I was respectful because she's a close friend of mine. But it's just one of those situations where I can't agree to what you're doing, right? And it was really hard. But it's just,
1: and that adds another layer that she's a close friend of yours. Yeah, like, yeah. Like... Grace, the person that you had to stand your ground with uh, regarding abortion, did that? How did that person respond to you? Was it?
3: Um, he kind of he I like I told him my reasoning behind it, and he kind of let the situation drop. Okay, because. I feel like the way I, I told him like what was going on and why I felt that way, like it wasn't going to change. You know, I've been Catholic my whole life. That view is not going to change. So he knew second.
1: you were he knew you were solid. And yeah, yeah. Which is a great way to be as a Catholic in regard to all of the social issues, in regard to the moral issues, in regard to the beliefs of our faith, you know, if if people who want to disagree with us see a chink in the armor, you know that's what they go for. And then if we a lot of times with a lot of Catholics, young and older, if we don't know our faith well, we are easily discouraged or easily um, convinced that we're wrong because we don't know why we believe what we believe. So, and I
3: think part of that, like it comes back to having a good group of friends. And if your group of friends respects you. And your good friends, you know, it may not matter like if you have different opinions, but as long as you're friends and you can respect other people's opinions, then that should be good. And I'm thankful enough to have a group of people that do that with
1: me. You know what? And so often on this show, that's what we end up coming back to. It's all about who you surround yourself with. (laughs) It comes up all the time. Yeah. All right. So what about, you may have to think for a minute about this, about a time when you should have been bold in your faith or could have been bold in your faith or wanted to have been bold in your faith, and you weren't. So I would love to hear about what that what that situation was and maybe what prevented you from being bold. And you guys might be like, nope, I always speak my mind and stand my ground (laughs) i wouldn't
3: say that um i definitely feel like there are situations that happen in daily life but they happen more than in the situations that then especially for me that you have to be bold in so you can't call them to mind quite as easily what do you mean just like
1: it's kind of every day all day
3: yeah it's just like a, a daily you know doing this not cheating on a test not letting your friend copy homework stuff like that
1: those are great examples right so little things that where it would be easy enough to say you know what i'd rather just fit in or i'd rather just not make waves um yeah what are some other examples of that can you guys think of any
2: yeah i got one um sometimes i'll be talking with some guys and they start on like topics that really aren't really appropriate to talk about like girls and then and girls aren't bad, but they can talk about my right, stuff. Right. It's the way they those. talk about them. Yeah. yeah we yeah, get yeah. it. <laughs> and so sometimes I can just like fade away and be quiet and not, I don't know, challenge them about it or anything like that. And so I don't know. That's where I failed.
1: Definitely. Have you ever ch- get thrown down the gauntlet? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> given yeah, the sometimes. challenge? Yeah. yeah. I've done it sometimes. Yeah. How does that go over?
2: Um, pretty good. Most guys don't like say, oh, well, I'm wrong. They kind of just like move around the subject somehow. Okay. So like, they keep talking about it, like, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, I totally value a girl. But then, I don't know, they, like, build on that with things that aren't always right.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I think, uh, I think a lot of times guys don't know any different. Like, no one's mm-hmm. teaching them differently about how to talk about women and how to perceive women and how to cherish women. Nobody's teaching them that. So, mm-hmm. when they hear you say something to the contrary... It may be that they seriously have never really heard that before.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Yeah.
1: Mm. I don't know. That's a totally different topic. We should uh, <laughs> we should do that topic sometime. In fact, I'm writing right. it down. We're going to do that. <laughs> I don't have a pen. But okay, anyway. Um, in those instances when you feel hesitant to be bold in your faith, why? Why do we feel that hesitation like why isn't it just so easy for us all the time to stand up for jesus and profess truth and
3: you see it going around going on around you you know not everyone at school is christian or holds christian or catholic values and to them you know it doesn't matter as long as they get what they want in the end then it doesn't matter
1: so you're saying that uh, that affects you like
3: yeah it's like if you, like, if you see something every day, you become, like, less, like, you become more immune to it. Okay. Than if you just, like, saw it for the first and you'd be like, like, you know, that's right. not good. That's bad. Yeah. I, I also think
0: we're lazy. Hmm. Uh, like, because people say, oh, my God, in high school, so much. Like,
3: that if I That annoys me. To, <laughs>
0: yeah. If I were to count, it would be, I'm like. I'm guilty of that. Comma digit numbers. Like, and.
1: Comma the digit, digit numbers. numbers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is a new thing that I love. Okay,
0: so, like, okay. more than three zeros. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I get
1: it. <laughs> it made sense in my like, brain. Like, more so than good. 999 times. <laughs> yes! Okay, I get you.
0: <laughs> but, like, Grace says, you become immune to it, but you hear it so much, you don't want to pick a fight for it. Every time in the hall, you walk down and you say, like, someone say... Oh, my God, James, listen to what I did. Oh, my God. Like, I'm I we're lazy. We don't want to go up and say, like, hey, can you not do that? Uh, Do you want to hear something cool? So my
1: son is on the um, autism spectrum and he will absolutely call you call people out every single time
2: you should
1: come to our school oh my gosh it makes him crazy he'll say you can't take the lord's name in vain you have to say gosh and he's so bold and i watch him and i think lord could you give me just an ounce of that boldness Uh. (laughs) It, it, it just like he doesn't have that filter that we have he doesn't have that fear and it's so holy it's so cool
2: Well, I've actually tried to correct somebody on it, and it didn't really go that well. Yeah? (laughs) Can you
1: tell us what happened? (laughs) Yeah.
2: um, I mean, some people just, like, get in the rhythm of saying it, so, like, it's not as big of a sin as it would be for us. But he, like, kept saying it, and I came across across really respectful and just, like, well, I know you're not Christian, but, like, out of respect for Christians, because you try not to say that, like, along those lines. And then um, he kind of just, like, didn't say much, and then we parted ways, and he didn't really change how we... Or he didn't change how he spoke.
1: Yeah, but you don't know if you planted a seed, you know. Same thing with the way young men speak about young women, right? You just mm-hmm. keep planting that seed. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> I know. It's so easy for me to, to say it, but you guys yeah. are living in the midst of, like... Do you think that our culture conditions us to feel embarrassed about our faith? Definitely. Yeah? What, like, why specifically do you think that, Grace?
3: Because the the society that we live in, it goes against many of the church's values. It's all about doing what you want in the moment, you know, doing what's right for you at the time, regardless of, you know, sometimes other people or, you know,
1: stuff like that. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. And um, a lot of things value the like negative traits like tv shows magazines uh social media they highlight these things and they make it look
1: cool or normal or okay yeah. yeah
0: and um as children and teenagers they're so impressionable they see these things and they just believe that that's what it's supposed to be when it's not
1: do you see that from from a young man's perspective nathan do you think our culture has conditioned us to feel embarrassed about our faith
2: I think it has, but when I look at my life, I can't really see why I am. Because most of the times, if I talk about my faith, um, it usually ends up being a good thing with like positive reactions. Okay. So I kind of challenge myself as to why I do feel embarrassed sometimes, and I can't really ever come up with a like a full response to okay.
1: that. Okay. I think a lot of times, uh, faithful and ignorant seem to be in. Uh, people perceive faithfulness as ignorance. Do you agree with that? Or like you're just, if you're faithful, if you're religious, if you're spirit, you know, if you're Christian specifically, Christian specifically, yeah. Mm -hmm. Then you're closed minded and you're uneducated and you're not open to, you're out of touch with reality. And do you experience that at all?
0: Uh, I do. I know people say like, um as catholics we're behind the times
1: <laughs> and that, that like <laughs> <me up. laughs> yes i know you're right you're right and it makes me laugh <laughs> yeah in an ironic sort of way yeah
0: and they expect us to be one way and we're not and that's just
3: how it is it's funny that you say that because that was um our topic on sunday at cross training yep. and you know it just the whole group discussion and all the things that we learned it just Proved to me, like I already knew that the church was still relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, just because the church holds what some might see as old views does not mean it's not relevant. But everyone, you know, all the information that they told us and everything that we talked about only just like reaffirmed all that I already knew.
1: Yeah. Like whenever we talk about sexuality, I, I always remind everyone that God is the creator of sexuality. Right. He is not irrelevant to <laughs> our sexuality. We keep trying to take him out of the equation. Like we keep trying to remove him from who we are as sexual beings. Forgetting like really like TV networks are my source for the truth of sexuality rather <laughs> than God being my source for the truth about sexuality. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he created it and knows how it's supposed to work. So, yeah. Yeah. So what are the worst possible repercussions in this country? I know in other countries, there are horrific repercussions of being bold in our our faith. In this country, though, what are the worst possible repercussions for a teenager of being bold in your faith if it's an unpopular thing to be?
2: Somebody tells you to stop, and that's probably (laughs) as bad as it gets. It's not
0: bad. Yeah, like you might lose a friend,
3: but if they're not accepting of it, like were they really your friend
2: mm-hmm.
3: yeah someone might like judge you but you know like Alyssa said are they really your friend but I mean isn't we're that... very lucky yeah, yeah. yeah
1: isn't definitely. it funny to ponder like you think about the early Christian martyrs, what the repercussions were for them of being bold in their faith well it was death <laughs> like painful death right
0: yeah now you get yelled at yeah maybe <laughs>
2: Which we probably never have. Or not
1: So what us look at the other side of that. What are the benefits of being bold in your faith? People know who
3: you are as a person,
1: and mm-hmm. what you stand
3: for. You gain friends. Not always
0: lose them, but you can gain them. <laughs> I
1: think you're right about that, Alyssa. Yeah. I think we're so afraid of alienating people and really like like I was saying before, we really find out who the people are that we really want to be <laughs> hanging out with. Yeah. Any other benefits of being bold?
2: I was just gonna make a comment on what Alyssa said. Like, even if somebody's not Catholic, but they like really believe in what they live for, I think that's a lot cooler than if you're just like going with the flow and not really caring about anything.
1: Especially if what you believe and what you live for is truly in line with Christian values, even if you like, aren't yeah, calling yeah. it that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the biggest benefit too is like. We're doing what we're commissioned to do, you know? We're sharing, we're building the kingdom, we're sharing the faith, we're sharing the gospel, and who knows, like, how our words might impact someone else's relationship with the Lord.
0: Yeah, it makes you feel good, too. Like, if you find someone and you can talk about what you believe in, it just, it helps. Like, because we don't know everything. So if you can find someone to share this stuff in, it definitely
3: makes the whole thing better. Yeah, I really like finding out that someone is Catholic even if they're not so much as a practicing Catholic it's still it's another thing to have in common which Mm -hmm. you know you don't have in common with everyone
1: I was at a conference this weekend Mm -hmm. and they were talking about like the the dropping numbers in churches you know physically in the pews but they were also Mm -hmm. talking about how people who are Catholic still check the box that says Catholic like even if they don't go to church anymore they still identify as Catholic and there's a reason for it right that Mm -hmm our faith is so deeply rooted in truth and we know it even if we aren't feeling entertained at church which is what a lot of people are looking for you know or even if we aren't feeling connected to a specific parish we we believe in the truth of our faith and we we don't let go of that very easily yeah so that's why you guys have to keep being bold right you know if they're kids who were baptized Catholic or who went to Mass for a while and then their parents stopped taking their Mass or whatever, they're still going to have that identity as Catholics. And you guys have the very cool privilege of helping them re-identify themselves. I don't know. Have you ever seen anyone go through that process of coming back into a relationship with Jesus or discovering a relationship with Jesus that they didn't really know they had before.
3: My confirmation leader last year was not like baptized a Catholic, but I think she went to church when she was younger and she, she described it as she went church shopping. Mm -hmm. And it's just really cool to me that she picked like the Catholic faith as the church that she wanted to go to. And, you know, she told us that she cries every day at mass (laughs) Or like every time she goes to mass and I saw her do it and I was like, wow, like she actually cries like this, that this means so much to her is just amazing.
1: What a cool witness for you as you're going through your confirmation year. Yeah, that's awesome.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, my mom actually recently became Catholic, like within the past year. Um, And so watching her go from being like a non-practicing Protestant to being like full-fledged Catholic has been like one of the most eye-opening experiences that I've ever experienced.
1: You know what? And on that note, I'm going to I'm gonna end by just saying boldness begins with our parents. Like if we see our parents being bold in our faith, we're going to be more comfortable being bold in our faith. So on that note, we're going to close um, just with, with a quick prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for this faith. Thank you for our boldness. Continue to empower us as we continue to profess and proclaim our faith. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen name of the Father, and of the Son, Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been listening to Raising Saints on AM 820, St. Gabriel Catholic Radio. I'm Katie Wyatt, and until next time, grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Bye now.
0: Raising Saints is a production of listener-supported St. Gabriel Catholic Radio, AM 820. Archives of Raising Saints with Katie Wyatt are available at Mm stgabrielradio.com. Thank you.